Hello, everyone. Hello! My name is Matt Armando. And I'm Emily Riggins. And this is TBD. With Matt and Emily! Thank you. Wow, that was that was the best of level of your voice you've ever done on that song like been, literally the best <laughs> i've been trying to be better i just get so excited as i say yeah uh welcome to tbd that's t-e-a-b-d it's a new thing i'm spelling it out <laughs> whenever i tell people about it i spell it out yeah you have to or else they're just going to be looking for tbd and that's not us no i don't even know if that is a podcast or if apple would like be weird and be like what do you mean tbd like you don't know what podcast you want to listen to <laughs> Anyways, we're the tea, we're the podcast about tea and friendship. Yes, um, we're the podcast about tea and friendship, and we talk about a lot of things, but mostly we stick to those two things plus a bunch of other things. But <laughs> just picture us this whole conversation. We're drinking tea. Indeed. Just know that we are drinking tea, and we're going to talk about the tea. We are friends, and we talk to our friends. That's where the friendship comes in. Mm-hmm. And then we also the the BD part and the TBD. We talk about the things that interest us. It could be Harry Potter. It could be socks. <laughs> That's not a topic that it'll hap- has happened yet, but I'll say it. It'll happen one day. Um, socks. Yep. Um, the topic could be um, Lego sets that Matt liked in his childhood. Has been that once. <laughs> has been that once. Ice Planet. Uh, Ice Planet 2000. What was it, 2002? 2002, I think. Um. Very futuristic when Matt was a child. Now, not futuristic at all. No, but we have we do we go to space regularly now, so it's just not that important. It's not, not that impressive. Not as much as we should. Not anymore. We just blew up that big rocket. Uh, anyways, <laughs> topical, <laughs> topical jokes. Anyways, um, yeah, we talk about our things we interest us, and we have friends. Yeah, speaking of friends, we have a friend today. Today we have comedian. <laughs> Kim Tyner. <laughs> Yay. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Oh my God, you guys. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. We're excited to have you. We are very excited to have you. We know you from Improv and you're on the Team LumberCon and, and also the Team Canadian Boyfriend. Yeah. Those are my two teams. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we see you all the time. Yeah. Just all the time. A lot of comedy shows. A lot of practices together. Mm-hmm. Yep. Indeed. Had lunch at a Ukrainian restaurant with you. Yeah, that was just so good. a little good. while ago. <laughs> Hang out in Washington Square Park. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Randomly, we run into each other oh, in Washington yeah. Square Park. Mm-hmm. Happened once, but I assume it's going to happen all the time now. <laughs> <laughs> Went to get hamburgers, and uh, they had reserved the entire... Someone had reserved the entire restaurant. We couldn't get hamburgers. Oh, yeah. And it was like a big restaurant, too. Like yeah. a 50 seat. Yeah. yeah. They were like, we're going to have 50 people come in here. You have to leave. <laughs> We did get burgers, though. We went to a different place. Mm-hmm. We just didn't get burgers at the first place. <laughs> wow. I hope they on oh, that party actually showed up, or else they lost your business and presumably others. I hope they didn't show up. Hot take. Mm. I was mad they, they turned us away. We wanted these burgers. We walked to the place. Mm. I'm not even going to mention their name. Yeah. The I chain. mean, honestly, I'm glad we couldn't eat there, because I've been there like a couple of times, and I am not like a huge fan of their burgers. Oh. And then the place we ended up going, I really, really liked Wow. Yeah. So that's very fortunate. Uh, I had a can chicken sandwich. A, <laughs> can we get a shout out to that second place? Um, oh, I don't remember what it's called. Oh, it's too bad. Yeah, no. It was a Maryland bar. Yeah, they had Maryland themed things on the walls. Yeah. Go Terrapins. Woo woo. Yeah, I think there was, I think it said that. <laughs> uh, there was like 
Edgar Allan Poe stuff. Quoth the Raven. Nevermore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, we forgot to say this is the show of awkward pauses. <laughs> oh yeah, we're a show of awkward pauses. We haven't talked about those in a few weeks, but they're back. <laughs> um, I'm just yeah. awkwardly pausing. Yeah, pause, pause, pause. Um, yeah. So that's all. Yeah, we're here and we're chatting. We're here and we're chatting, and we have tea. Um. The, uh. <laughs> Emily said, made it sound like she was going to say a word. Um, and then just turned and grabbed her a cup of tea. Kim, you just got back from Puerto Rico. I did. Was it fun? It was very fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a little rainy, um, as is like the nature of nature during these times. Nature of nature. Uh, and I had never been before. Um, I ate a lot of good food, and it was really fun. Nice little trip with my mom and my brother. That's nice. Yeah. Cool. 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 <laughs> Matt, should we start talking about tea? I'm thinking about it. <laughs> Matt picked up the tea bag. Started crinkling and it. And just crinkling it, as you can hear. Well, I wanted to fold it. We, you cut it from the bottom. The, 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 the little the knob where it said to start tearing from was at the bottom. Right. I, I don't mind that that's... I don't mind that it's what you did, but I'm crinkling it because I wanted to fold it up so I didn't dump tea all over my... Tea powder all over my lap mm-hmm. when I lifted the label up. If you could see what I'm doing right now, I'm holding the bottom of the tea bag. I'm holding it up. It made a crinkle noise. Leave me alone. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the tea. Hi. Tea talk, tea talk, tea talk, tea talk. Wow. Doing a great job with the, song, the songs today. Thanks. I think that sounded like I was being sarcastic, but I'm being, I'm being truthful. I just have resting sarcastic voice. <laughs> uh, oh, the classic R.S. V. Resting sarcastic voice. Yeah, no, I get it. It's an epidemic. It's an <laughs> epidemic. It's really a problem if you host a podcast. You probably should work on uh, having an always interesting voice, but here I am. <laughs> <laughs> an AIV. Always interesting voice. Um, maybe next week. <laughs> probably not, though. <laughs> uh, I've, this is the voice I've been born. I was given this voice. I I'm stuck with it. <laughs> Anyways, Matt, tea talk. Tea. Let's get on the tea talk. Uh, today's tea is uh, uh, brought to us by Emily. She brought it, but I'm going to talk I, about it as if it's mine. Well, it's it's your topic, so it's your tea. Yeah, you picked it out. I brought a whole bunch. It's true. I did pick out this tea out of uh, the war chest of Emily's <laughs> teas. I don't want to talk about it. Um, I've been very bad. This tea comes to us from Argo Tea. A nice fine establishment uh it's only our second argo tea that we've ever had even though i quite regularly go to argo tea for my leisurely teas (laughs) um and i just want a tea and i just go in and i order my tea all i gotta say i was at argo tea the other day and they did not have the the ginger um additive they put or not (laughs) they put ginger syrup in, in some of their drinks and they were out of it and i wanted my ginger drink and they said they were out of it and i was like and she said they could make it without it. I was like, what's the point? Oh, that's so sad. I, had a different, I got a different drink. I have multiple favorites there. Uh, I had the Carolina Honey is my... What kind of tea is that? Turn around. I don't know. Like a black tea? I think so. Okay. It's like... So, a quick divergence down the Argo tea path. If you go to like an Argo tea store and you order their drinks, they have like... 
they're really fancy drinks that are basically I think I have talked about these briefly, but they're like almost candy. Like they're full of sugar and, and sweeteners and things. Like the one I wanted was the green tea ginger twist, which is very good. Uh, and it's just like, it's so, it's so delicious. If green tea wasn't in the name, I wouldn't have any idea what tea was in it because it is so flavored down. You don't know, but you can just get like white tea, green tea, black tea, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But when I go to the store, I never, ever order those. I always get, like, the really cool ones. Why not? Yeah. Carolina Honey. They got this one with little chocolate bits in it. Ooh, I've never had that one, but I've always been curious about it. It's good. It's like chocolate, like, jellies, kind of. They're in- interesting texture, but still good. Because they have, like, bubble teas, but they don't have, like, the tapioca bubbles. They have, like, different stuff. Anyways, moving on. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I've never had bubble tea. I know. We have to do it as a special thing for you. We should like film us having you try it. Kim, have you have you ever had bubble tea? I am a bubble tea fanatic. Bubble tea's great. Yeah. It's great. Oh, I mean if you're familiar. But if you need a recommendation on where to get the best bub- boba. Boba guys. Boba guys? Boba guys. Yeah. Bye. All right. Let's do we'll it. keep it in mind. Uh I, I love it. I used to drink it a lot more. I'd feel like just because I see less of them now in my life. Like they're just it's like uh Froyo, you just don't see as much of it anymore. It's oh, still I can good. find Froyo. It's still good. Oh yeah, I mean, I know there. I know where a few pink, ber- pink berries are still. <laughs> oh, if you're gonna get, I'm sorry. If you're gonna get frozen yogurt, go sixteen handles. Uh, okay. I actually don't think I've ever been to a sixteen handles. Uh, I've been to a lot of pink berries. Um, there's a really great place in my hometown called Woo Berry. <laughs> and speaking of tapioca balls, they have uh, little. They have like basically little like they're not tapioca, uh, but they're like they have like skin and they have like juice on the inside of them. And so you like you chew into them and they like pop and they're just like mango or strawberry or something. Whoa. It's the only place I've ever seen them is this one place in my hometown. I don't know. They also are known for their interesting condiments. It's part of their deal. Well, if you're going to have woo in your name, you got to woo the audience. Yeah. Got to. I have to get to this tea. <laughs> I was actually two things. One, ketchup on tea. What an interesting condiment. Or c- ketchup on your know, frozen yogurt. I ruined that joke. <laughs> Anyways, also we're gonna reset this tea talk, and I'm gonna do the tea talk song again. <laughs> I feel like a lot of this was about. Tea. We talked about the Argo. I talked about Argo tea. We talked about bubble tea. We we're still on tea. We just had a little Froyo side <laughs> chat. <laughs> oh okay i'm getting out of my resting sarcastic thing but from this so, so we're doing good should i reset the clock on uh no no we're good because <laughs> we've already been on for, for 11 minutes i can't even believe that <sighs> okay um <laughs> this week's tea is from argo tea i'm not cutting any of that out right we're no not we're cutting not cutting out. any of okay. that out <laughs> argo tea uh it is called blueberry white it's a similar name to the peach, white peach, peach white, white peach, whatever we had. I think it was peach white. Um, it is a delicate white tea blended with sweet blueberries. Not just any blueberries, sweet blueberries. Um, and uh, yeah, white tea, blue, wait, blue mallow flowers. Can anyone tell me what blue mallow flowers are? <laughs> They're blue. Hmm. Natural blueberry flavor, blueberry pieces, vanilla flavor, and red fruit flavor. 
now? Guys, red fruit flavor. I don't know <laughs> what that means. Uh, Is that, isn't that just berry flavored? Yeah, there's so many, so many red fruits. Yeah. Pomegranate. Um, <laughs> apple. Apple. Grape. The red ones. Yeah. <laughs> Same can be true about the apple comment. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, red bell peppers because we all know that's technically a fruit. It oh, is. Wow, got us there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, tomatoes. Tomatoes. Um. All right. Um. Should, should we? Should we? Should we hustle along on this tea talk? <laughs> uh, we should. We don't have any leftover tea because it was just like a individual package. Ooh, did you take a picture? I forgot. Oh no! I just realized that as I had that conversation. We're ruined. But. It did smell very much like blueberries when I opened it up. Um, it smelled very much like blueberries. Yeah. Um, have you guys had sips yet? I have, yes. I have not. Go I'm ahead. Um, I haven't yet either. You guys take sips. Matt is raising his cup to his mouth and drinking, and as is Kim. Let's see. Kim is making a nodding face. Matt just raised his eyes and shook his head. <laughs> yes. Um, I can only assume that means they're enjoying this tea <laughs> from those reactions. Solid play-by-play. Um, At one point in my life, I wanted to be a sports announcer, sports person. Really? There's still time. At what point in your life was that? Um, like beginning of high school. And when did it end? I mean, I don't know. End of high school. <laughs> also beginning of high school? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a long-lived thing. I just was really into sports for a time. I... You know, sometimes I think about how hard it would be. First, like the baseball playoffs are happening right now, and the announcing has been pretty awful. I generally don't like um, watching the announcers of, like, typically when you watch baseball, you get like regional announcers because there's you know thirty teams, each team has its own like announce crew. So the Yankees have their own announcers, the Red Sox have their own announcers. So if you're watching a regular season game. You're probably getting your hometown announcers. They really know the team. They know you as the watcher, know the team. So they don't say a lot of inane garbage. <laughs> but if you watch like the national broadcast, so whenever there's a baseball game on ESPN or Fox or begrudgingly TBS, <laughs> they have these like national announcers who aren't f- necessarily necessarily familiar with either team because they're just brought in because they're like good, uh, quote unquote, good announcers. <laughs> And I find them to be quite awful. I hate I hate these announcers. They're just so boring, and they tend to favor one team over the other. Like sometimes it's my team, sometimes it's not my team. But either way, it's I find it annoying that they would be so favoritism. They'd have so much favoritism. But I always think it'd be very hard to be a, a sports person because you'd have to just keep talking the whole time. I should cut, cut them some more slack, but because it seems like a hard job. Yeah, but, I've never thought about that. Like the regional. I don't know, like if you're a local team and the local announcers are going to know more and like really be able to like finesse it to that audience. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. And like football doesn't really, I feel like football does not have that at all because all the games in football are like wider broadcast. I might be wrong about that. but Unless it's the radio. Yeah. The radio is different. That's actually when I watch like the baseball playoffs, I will listen to the radio broadcast sometimes instead of the TV um announcers because the radio is is better my dad does that sometimes um you also listen especially when we were going to games a lot he would like listen to the radio broadcast at the game oh i know people i've seen people who do that yeah it's interesting i've never done it myself but i watch it (laughs) 
Back uh, to the tea. Back to the tea. Oh, um, let's, let's, yeah. Hmm? Um, Kim, mm-hmm. do you taste the blueberry? I do. And you know what? I think more than taste it, though, I smell it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not like an overpowering, like, fruit flavor. It's like very subtle and very nice. Yes. Yeah, I wouldn't. It's kind of, it reminds me of the peach version of this where it was just sort of like, it is a white tea and then it sort of has that flavor added to it. Although I think these are actually prepared slightly differently, but still similar end result. Mm-hmm. Both white teas though. Yes. Um, I, for some reason, was looking on the internet for um, making your own loose leaf tea. I mean, they're all herbal teas, but I was like, maybe one day I'll do that. I didn't, I haven't done that. I, yeah, I know someone who like grows their own uh, chamomile. Mm. They dry it and stuff. I've asked them to send me it some, but to this, to so far, I have not gotten any of it. <laughs> <laughs> so that yeah. was um, growing up. My grandpa, well, my grandparents, they had mint leaves like in, throughout their backyard, and he would dry them and like make me peppermint tea. And it was like the best thing in the world. Mm. Uh, do you have a? Speaking of, do you have a favorite tea? Um, do you have a favorite tea? Uh, you know what? I'm going to have to say, yeah, peppermint Okay. because of that. Mm-hmm. Solid. Fond mm-hmm. memories. Yeah. Um, in your daily life, what is your relationship to tea? I don't drink it as often as I should. Um, I kind of get wired if I drink a lot of caffeine. So usually if I have a cup of coffee in the morning, that's try- I try to keep it at that. But um, I do like getting iced teas in the summer. Oh, I love a good sweet tea. Love sweet tea. Yeah. Sweet tea. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever had a real sweet tea. I think uh, I know what it is. But. Yeah, I mean, I've had it. I just like iced tea generally. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, to make real sweet tea, you have to like add the sugar in as you're boiling it and like preparing it. Yeah, it's like super sugary, right? Yeah. That's the whole deal. Yeah, but it it's not just like sugar water because it has like a really strong black yes. tea flavor. Yeah. Yeah. Load up the sugar, load up the tea. Yep. Make it nuts. <laughs> um, should we should we get to our Should we get to question? the most important question we ask? Um, yeah. Kim, I have a question for you. Yes, Emily. Um, Matt, can you tell me the name of the tea? Uh, blueberry White. And Argo? Argo Tea's Blueberry White. Um, Kim. Premium is... loose leaf white tea. Thank you. Is this Argo Tea's <laughs> Blueberry White? premium loose leaf black tea white tea. white tea i'm so sorry would you describe this tea as your cup of tea or not your cup of tea this is my cup of tea very cool yeah. um is there anything about it you're particularly enjoying or just generally it's your cup of tea i'm really surprised that i enjoy it so much actually because i've had a blueberry tea in the past and i didn't like it and i think it's because it was like tasted fake but like this is like a smell of it and like yeah the taste of the the flavor of it is really good yeah yeah the taste like sits it's like the tea's gone but then it like the taste appears yeah <laughs> yeah totally it's like when a taste. blueberry pops in your mouth you know yeah it's got that <laughs> vibe wow they might pay you for that slogan <laughs> <laughs> hey argo tea uh, hit us up for slogans and free tea <laughs> yes please matt <laughs> yeah emily i have a question for you Please ask away. Um, does this tea, this Argo Blueberry White Premium Loose Leaf White Tea? Yeah. Would you describe this as your cup of tea or not your cup of tea? Um 
similar to Kim's answer, I've had a I've had other blueberry tea before. In fact, did we have that on tea in this podcast? I don't think we've ever mm-hmm. had that tea. I still own it. Maybe we'll have it. Um defunct tea company, though technically still makes iced teas, Tivana. <laughs> I have a blueberry like herbal tea and I don't really like it. And it's not very good. So this tea is not like that tea. <laughs> so I will say that this is a, a good tea. It's just, it's a white tea with a little blueberry to it. I like that. This is my cup of tea. Wow. Two for two. Two for two. Emily. Yes, Matt. I have a question. You might be able to guess what question I'm going to ask I you. I have no idea what you're going to ask me. I mean, you just asked it to two other people, but I will just get, I'll just say it. Emily, uh, is this tea that I will not mention the name of, is this tea? Oh, it's too bad. <laughs> is this tea uh, your cup of tea? Or not your cup of tea. Matt, thank you so much for asking me that. Um, I have two things I want to say to answer that question. Is one, this is my cup of tea. And two, so I liked the peach white tea, but I was like, it's it's fine. It's not my favorite. But this tea, I'm really enjoying. I think it's because I love blueberries so much. Is that my phone? Christopher my phone just started talking about Christopher Columbus. <laughs> that was really weird. Um <sighs> Christopher Columbus, I don't know if he ever tried blueberries, but I know I have, and I love blueberries. They're my second favorite fruit. Um, check out the summer episode. Check out the summer episode where we rank our top five favorite fruits, and my list is still perfect with and without flaws. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm really enjoying this tea. I put a little tiny bit of sugar, because I did, and I think it's enhancing the blueberry flavor um, in a nice, fun way. And I love blueberries, so I would love blueberry flavor to be enhanced. Wow. That's a three for three, my cup of tea rating. Um, Matt, before we close tea talk, can you hand me the wrapper? Yes. Here you go. <laughs> Handing you the wrapper. I just want to see if you can still smell the tea in the bag. Oh, you can definitely smell it. Yeah. It just smelled so nice when I opened it. Um, From the that's bottom. That's a very good smell. Yeah. I thought the peach one smelled pretty good, too. Okay. Also, peach one of my top five fruits. Um, blueberries not. Well. Well, you could, uh, again, check out the summer spectacular to hear Emily and I argue about what fruit is delicious and what fruit is not delicious. <laughs> and what is a fruit and what is not a fruit. Yeah. Yeah. Did we talk about that? I don't remember. I think I mentioned it a few times. I said fruit was what you think fruit is. Right. Indeed. Um, not to sidetrack too much, but did you know that a pumpkin is a berry? Um, I did not know that. I knew it was a fruit because it's a seed holder and that's what a fruit is. Um, I just did that lesson with my students. So. <laughs> um, Gotta keep those kids honest. But I did not know it was a berry. Did you know that avocado is also a berry? Oh, no. Yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Who knew? At least pumpkin gets put into a pie. At least that part. A top five list full of berries is a perfect fruit list. <laughs> Um, strawberries are a good thing. Although, are they not technically berries? I feel like they aren't. I don't know. I think that's I feel, what I've heard. Feel like because the seeds weird. are like not on the inside of yeah. the little, yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. All right. Tea talk complete. Done. Bye. See you later, tea talk. I'm going to take another sip of tea. You sure you don't want to, you sure you don't want to tea me up? <laughs> I do, but I want to take a sip of tea first. Oh, okay. Emily's taking a sip of tea. I reset my tea imer. <laughs> no. <laughs> Matt. Yeah. So Kim is on this episode, but we're not ready for her to be on the stage yet. However, <laughs> we are ready for you to be on the stage. 
You want my topic before you want Kim's topic? How crazy. I know. Um, Matt, can you share with us the people on the couch? Your mini top? You know, I absolutely can. Um, Thank God. Because I was not prepared with the topic. <laughs> Good. Uh, you You told me earlier that I had my topic, but I also, I knew it was coming because... We're oddly recording episodes of this podcast out of order, so I had to like be on my game of which episode was whose topic. Um, and actually, Kim asked me um, when she got here, you know, I told her that I had been watching um, some TV. And she asked me, what have I been watching? And I can't tell her what I've been watching because, gosh darn it, that's my topic. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I couldn't let her know. Uh, my topic is the, um, the Netflix... Uh, exclusive uh disenchantment oh yeah oh Uh, yeah the cartoon yes it is an animated show it is by the creator of the simpsons and futurama matt graining uh it's sort of in his kind of his art style or really quite pretty similar to like futurama's Mm -hmm. art style uh and i just finished the first season of it um Although it's interesting, I can't really give you... There are no spoilers because the first, like, it's not really seasons, it's it's parts. So I watched part one, or it's like episode one of part one or whatever, something like that. Anyways, there are 10 episodes in part one. And the 10th one ends on a complete cliffhanger. (laughs) I have no idea what's going on in this this right now. Um, And they're going to release like part two, you know, in like a year. Uh, Kim, you can just leave that on that table. It's fine. You don't have to put it all the way down. Uh, all right, that's fine. <laughs> um, uh, so it's a comedy and it's a cartoon, and there, uh, half there are going to be at least twenty episodes of the show, and they've only released ten. Uh, and I'm waiting for the next ten. I have a question. What is this show specifically about? Okay, like so, a thesis statement. So Futurama is, um you know it's it's it takes place in the year 3000 um it in the year 2000 it debuted i think 99 2000 it, it debuted and the lead character that is fry um gets frozen and uh then he's unfrozen a thousand years later on like january 1st three the year 3000 uh and then that whole show is like a spoof of sci-fi stuff so they will mock star wars and star trek and more obscure things than that. <laughs> this is the opposite. It takes place in like medieval times. Uh, and it's not like time traveling or anything, but it just takes place uh, in this kingdom, uh, the kingdom of dreamland. And there is a King um, who is play- voiced by the same person who voices Bender on Futurama. That's the robot, right? Yep. Cool. The robot. And um, there's a, the main character is uh, the princess, um, who's voiced by Abby Jacobson of Broad City fame, and she has a uh, an elf who's her partner, her, her like partner in adventures called Elfo is his name. <laughs> All the elves have names that represent who they are, and because he's he's kind of the only elf, he just gets to be named, or he's the only elf that we care about. He's just called Elfo, <laughs> um, and then there's Lucy the demon. Uh, who's voiced by Eric Andre. And uh, everyone thinks, everyone in the kingdom thinks it's a cat, but it's actually a, a demon. <laughs> it doesn't, it looks, it's, it doesn't really look like a cat, but it looks cat-like enough where it's like a running gag that they call it a cat. 
uh yeah and it's uh it's basically her princess's adventures through her being like i guess she's she's like a teenager or she's like 18 or something and it starts off with them trying like the first episode is like her and her like arranged marriage but then that like all goes awry and she sort of plays like a non it's like a non-typical princess like she gets drunk a lot and uh hates being a princess and is you know trying to uh not really be a, a princess like merida like what huh merida is from that? disney's pixar's brave oh like yes like brave sort of like that um except a little bit more crass <laughs> this is the the show i like this show it's sort of like uh it's not like maybe as good as the simpsons or futurama was but it's still very entertaining and sort of gets back to the meanness that those shows used to have like there used to be an edge to the simpsons and they've like completely lost that edge and this show at least kind of seems like it has a little bit of an edge to it still <laughs> okay. yeah i love queens and princesses as you know Yes. Well, the, there is a uh there are multiple queen characters on this show. Um and uh like the king is maybe the well, I don't know. I think in part 2 that the queens will be more uh prevalent. Part 1 it's more about the king and his daughter and their She does not she's not like crazy about her dad. <laughs> they never are. Yeah. yeah. I did watch the first episode and I enjoyed it. Um I haven't watched more but i am curious when you say that it's in parts is it so it's going to it the first like the first part focuses on the princess and her dad and then it moves to like new characters later on it seems like well it's still going to be focused so i think the princess remains like a main character but it seems like the the focus the the last episode of this first part like really changed like it is a cliffhanger in the sense that like they basically change the tone of like the whole show and you can tell they're going to, it's, it's kind of, you have no idea where the next part's going to be. Cause whereas the first whole half is all takes place in the, basically the kingdom or the areas around the kingdom. The, uh, this last episode of, of the first season sort of makes it seem like the next part's going to be like totally bonkers and different. Um, I still think that they're going to give like the main three, like Elfo princess, uh, I think I'm going to have a hard time pronouncing her name. Gia Beanie. They just call her Bean. Uh, and uh, Lucy, like the three of them are the three main cast characters. Like, I'm, so I'm sure the three of them are going to stay major focuses. Um, but it just seems like they're kind of setting up for a journey in this next uh, half. And I will say, I watched like the first two episodes that it came out and I was like, eh. But then I watched a few more and I was like, oh, it's getting better. And then I talked to somebody and they're like, oh, yeah, like doesn't really pick up until like episode four or five. And I was like, oh, OK, then I'll keep watching. And it really does. It gets a lot better, which is tough in like the binge watching TV days where it's like if their first like three or four episodes aren't. I mean, they're still fine, but if they're not like really strong, who knows if people are going to watch all, all the way through. Just like the good place. What? It's Just like, like the good place. Like that there's bad, the first few episodes aren't good? They're not bad. They just, they pick up afterwards. They get better? Yeah. Yeah. I do like that with like the new, like the binge watching, I don't know, phenomenon that we're Mm -hmm. in now, I guess. Um, Instead of like when it was on broadcast, if they aired the first two episodes and no one was watching it, then they would just cancel it. Yeah. But at least now you get like a whole season. Yeah. 
and then you can like watch that and at least have that to enjoy yeah. and they can find their voice yeah yeah i mean it's true that like it's honestly true that a lot of um first seasons even first seasons of shows just like are way different and or not as good as like later ones yeah especially with comedies because yeah. they i mean even the simpsons which i consider the greatest uh comedy to ever exist uh at least if you just count seasons like two through ten um and the first season of that show is like kind of whatever i mean i'm sure at the time it was like oh wow this is so great but when you look back on it you're like oh that season one of the simpsons compared to like seasons two three four it's like such garbage. <laughs> uh, like they haven't quite figured out their their pacing and yeah. the animation's a little wonky and some other stuff like that. I mean, and Parks and Rec too is like such a different show. Parks and Rec, uh, The Office, like the mm-hmm. first season is not really as strong as like second and third, if I remember correctly. <laughs> um, yeah, it just seems to be true a lot of the time. Everyone's got to figure out their stuff. Yeah. How they're going to portray the characters. Yeah. So, in fact, Disenchantment is pretty good for only taking uh, three or four episodes to figure it out. <laughs> I'll have to check that out again, I'll then. Check it out. Yeah. It's only 10 episodes, and they're only like, you know, 20, 25 minutes a piece. So, who's your favorite character? Um, I, I don't know that I, I mean, they're all pretty fun. Elfo is such like a stupid goofball that, like, he almost like, he, because he's supposed to be kind of this, like, he's definitely supposed to be an an annoying character or, like, plays up his annoyingness, but he's not annoying because you know he's, like, supposed to be. Because he's just, like, this elf and he talks in a very elfy voice and it's very, and he's, like, such a, I don't know, a wiener, if that's <laughs> a way we still describe people. Uh, like, he's, he's just such a, like, a, I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to stick with wiener. Uh, but he's, like still goofy and fun and then lucy and the princess i don't know they're all good they all have their quirks like lucy his whole deal is that it's like like the agent of chaos so he always like is a super negative character but i don't know i think it's because eric andre does like a really good job reading the lines that they sound mm-hmm. through they always they may have those are maybe the best jokes is like when he throws something out that's uh-huh. a lot of visual gags though so i will say that those are also very good um, is the the cat demon? Is he like friends with the princess or like enemies? Uh, or is it complicated? I would say it's. I would say they're friends and it's complicated. Oh wow! Uh, basically, the, she sort of gets cursed with him as like her demon that she has to d- struggle with. But they. They sort of, see, they, they become pals. Like, it's sort of that thing where it's like, you're the, um, I don't know. Like, they grow to be friends. But they're, I don't know. They don't spend a lot of time, like, waiting for them. It's sort of this, like, lingering thing in the background, though, where you're like, well, he's actually evil. But, like, I, I guess almost, he's almost kind of, like, nihilist. Like, he almost, like, everything he wants is, like, negative. But he also isn't, like, pushing the negativity too hard. <laughs> So she just sort of just like deals with it. And I also think, I believe in the, like she's stuck with him no matter what. So she's also making the best out of it. Okay. Um, There's certainly not that much, like the only real arguing that happens on the show is like between Bean and her dad. And then if there's like a conflict that gets entered into the episode, then they fight. But like, seems like Elfo, Lucy and Bean all get along pretty well. A trio. Yes, indeed. An elf, a demon, and a princess. 
walk into a bar and <laughs> and and um it's called the flying scepter which is the name of the bar on the show <laughs> it's called that because the king when he gets mad at, at the princess for drinking too much he throws his scepter at the bar and it goes through the window nice it's like an interesting little visual gag there's a lot of writers and stuff from the simpsons like some of the some a lot i maybe all of them have been written by former writers of the simpsons uh it's co-created with um one of the uh josh weinstein who's like one of the better like one of the really good simpsons writers from the 90s he like helped develop the show bill oakley who is like his writing partner like wrote a bunch of episodes and he's also known for writing really good episodes of the simpsons um and yeah like david x cohen who also helped create futurama and was on the simpsons he's like on this um so it's a really pretty great little writing staff i think one of the problems that the simpsons is currently under and it's the simpsons was really great i'll even include season one all the way through like season 10 still pretty good through like 12 and 13 and then like 14 through now like i can't even watch the show anymore because it doesn't resemble what i used to like and I think the writers have just existed, f- like, the show has existed too long. The writers have been writing on it too long. It's, like, really stale. And um, all the people, that, all the Simpsons writers they have writing for Disenchantment are people that used to write for The Simpsons, like, in the 90s. So they're not, like, as burnt out about animation, I guess, or yeah. whatever. <laughs> so it's definitely, definitely refreshing knowing that. Like, I was worried before it came out because I'm, like, I like Matt Groening and I like a lot of these people, but they haven't really given me much to like hope recently. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I ended up liking it. And maybe setting the bar low also helped <laughs> me appreciate it more. Um, can I ask one more question? Yes. How long is each episode? Like 25, 20, 25. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Comedy length. Yeah. Um, maybe I'll watch it. Yeah. Give it a try. The voice cast is pretty good. I mean, just like those, the three new, like it's a lot of people who used to do voices on the Simpsons and Futurama. Yeah. And I do wish it was f- maybe fewer of them because the voices are a little, it's like, I know these voices so well, yeah. but it is nice that they got three otherwise, three people that I otherwise don't know from any voiceover acting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nate, Nate Faxton, Faxon is the voice of Elfo. And I don't know him from anything. I don't think I know that name. Um, um is that, I think I know him. Is he on the Mindy Project? What? But if you get her, wait, I, I don't know. Matt Faxon, or is he the guy who's like a burly guy? I don't know. I, I have know. no idea who he is. <laughs> um, I watched the Mindy Project, so I don't know. Um. Hmm. Well, I know, but I know who the other two people are: yeah. Eric Andre and Abby Jacobson. We have seen Abby Jacobson speak. Uh. Is that late show at Chelsea? Oh, yes, 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 oh. yes. Oh, what did you watch? Um, Like the week that the UCB Chelsea was closing, they did like a Brad City thing. They basically just talked for like two hours about oh, their experiences. Really yeah. yeah, it was it was something. <laughs> oh, he was on the Mindy Project, but I don't. All right, Nate Faxon from the Mindy Project. Um, yeah. I never watched that show. That's too bad. The second season is great. I mean, the whole show is great, but I thought the second season was a crowning achievement in romantic comedy storytelling. Um, 
<laughs> I don't I don't know that I've ever told I don't know that I've ever explained my TV watching habits to you, but uh, there are a lot of shows that I think would be really good, and the that show is one that I think would be really good. Another show I've never watched or never regularly watched, although I've seen episodes of, is like It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, which everyone always raves and raves and raves about. And I'm sure I would love it. And the episodes I have seen, I think I, I've enjoyed. Uh, but I try to limit my TV because I know if I watched every show everyone ever said was great, I would just lose my mind. <laughs> Anyways. There's too much TV. There's too much content. There truly is. Except for not with this podcast. It's the perfect amount of content. No, please keep listening to us every week. Rate, rate review, subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, do you feel good? I feel really good. I'm going to have to check this show out. And you should too, listener, after you listen to this podcast. Check out Disenchantment. Um, now that we've had, we're kicking Matt off the sca- stage. Goodbye, Matt. Goodbye. It's time. Kim, it's time. Oh, man. I'm so excited. Welcome to the TBD podcast stage, where you're now the center of attention and tell us what your topic is going to be. All right. So I feel like this is a topic. My topic is <laughs> trying new foods. Ooh. <laughs> I like it when the topics are not like, I love all the topics, but I like it when they're not about an exact thing. They're mm-hmm. about a, like an idea. I don't love all the topics, but I, 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 I'm into this one. <laughs> Amazing. Good. I just had to give it that. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Tell yeah, us about so, some food you've tried recently. Oh, tried recently. Wow, or you, just really, you really threw on the spot with her topic. <laughs> well, you can go with what you were going to say first. Or, uh, I mean, I didn't have anything like planned out, but, um, good. you know, just like. In general, being open to, like, trying new things and, like, growing up, I was always, like, a kid who would eat whatever, and I still am, um, and, like, just trying new things. Even if I don't like it the first time, mm-hmm. I'll still try it until I do, which Ooh. I guess isn't really a new food, but maybe, like, new in terms of what I will be comfortable eating. You don't discount foods from yeah. one experience. Yeah. Um, going back to the fruits topic, a fruit that I've recently tried is called canepas. And they're these, like, little things that look like limes, but they're, like, the size of a kumquat. Okay. And it's so good. If you ever see them, they're on, like, the fruit stands. Um, they're very, very good. Very sweet. They have a huge pit, though. Mm. It's a very weird texture. Um, so that's a fruit that I've tried recently. What would you compare the had. texture to? This is going to sound really gross. <laughs> like, drying glue. Drying glue. Mm. Yeah, it's like kind of like sticky sometimes. Like it's weird. It's very, very weird. Okay. Interesting. I think it's because it's fibrous. That's why it does that. Yeah. Mm. But it's like juicy. Still juicy. Mm-hmm. Mm. Interesting. So, and you bought that from a fruit stand? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like fruit stands all have, like, that's the most adventurous place to get fruit because uh, supermarkets don't always carry everything or a lot or whatever yeah <laughs> but every yeah. time i walk by a fruit stand i'm like "Ooh, look at that thing what's that mm-hmm. <laughs> and usually it's a uh, passion fruit or something like that <laughs> thing i have had but yeah yeah passion fruits are great uh, i don't think i've ever had a passion fruit papaya those are always they have those a lot like mm-hmm. sliced in half mm-hmm. i like when fruits like that are already cut because Sometimes they're so hard to cut. Yeah, you don't have to figure it out. It's yeah. already there. You just need a spoon. You guys cut mangoes? You guys go to cutting mangoes? I've tried to cut one once and it was hard. I can cut a mango. I'm a good mango cutter. <laughs> <laughs> What's uh, your uh, trick? Um, I do like the squares mm-hmm. to, cu- to cube it. So like I just slice it down lengthwise um, and then like slice 
slight little like cubes out of it and then cut them out, cut them off, whatever. I don't know if I'm saying that right. I also will, if I'm feeling like having a fun time, I might just, um, I'll just like slice it almost like you'd slice, I guess like (laughs) I'd slice it like you'd slice an orange, even though oranges, you know, actually already have, um, you know, separate pieces. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and then I'll eat it like, uh, I would eat it like I come it's like eating mangoes like you might eat uh oranges at like a soccer practice where you're like ch- chewing into them sideways which is not the way I would ever eat oranges like if I'm just eating an orange I'm going to peel you're it You're going to peel it. Yeah. But if you're at a soccer practice for some reason you have them cut into you know like eighths or quarters or something. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. That's how that's the fun way to, that's the most fun way to eat a mango. <laughs> <laughs> you can't cut through the pit but you sort yeah. of like anyways that's not that unusual yeah. food. <laughs> um, so, Kim, have you always been this way or is it like something in your like adult life that you have realized you need to try new foods? Um, I think I've always been this way. I think part of it was like always like, oh, I want to try this weird thing because other people won't eat it. Um, but also just like being open to trying new things. Um, but lately I realized that there's like not too many foods that I haven't I mean, there are probably loads of foods Whoa. that I haven't tried. It's a loaded comment. <laughs> yeah. Right. I've tried but, every single food out there. <laughs> um, so I'm just like trying to find other things that I may have not eaten before. Like, so like can I boss when I saw them at the fruit stand, I was like, I don't know what those are. I'll get them. Is there something you're, is there a fruit you're aware of that you've not had? Um, ooh, uh, like jackfruit. Jackfruit. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's like, what's that like? <laughs> That's supposed to be like. I feel like I can picture it, but I don't think I've ever had it. I think they're the big things that are bumpy. And yeah. then I think it's like one of the things that like vegetarians and vegans use to make imitation meat now. Mm. Oh, yes. Okay. That's where I yeah. know the name from. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. Um, That's very exciting. I feel like I, growing up, was not interested in trying new foods. And especially still when I go out to eat, I don't like to spend my money on food I don't know if I'm going to like. Mm-hmm. But I have tried in my adult life to be better. So I went through a summer where I decided I was going to like avocado. And now I like avocado. Oh, it's, nice. Yeah. It's a, I, I don't mean to overstep my bounds, but that's a really good, I mean, it's a really good culinary vegetable right there. Uh, I know. I, yeah, I went and got Mexican food actually two days in a row this week. And I was like, each time I was like, man, I love avocado. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I didn't like it before, but I just... I put it on my burgers. I used guacamole. Yeah. And now I like it. It's I could great. eat it not all the time, but a good amount of time. Yeah. I that's could a eat great food. I, I could eat guacamole and or avocado once a day if I if I felt like it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, I feel like if I felt like putting the effort in, I could do it. <laughs> Taste-wise, I would I would eat avocado every day. I guess I could make it happen. It's not that hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh. Kim, do you get are like are you really bored by food that you have had before never okay. never bored by food i always get really excited whenever i have a plate in front of me <laughs> good good to know yeah good to know. i had I'm a, a big eater I, I had to know in case well how do you feel like i'm gonna flip this on its head what normal food is your like your favorite normal food like a thing like i'm gonna throw some options out there you know like hamburgers pizza um pasta 
things that are like very normal foods. What's your favorite one of those? Um, I think I'm going to go with um, buffalo chicken wings. Oh, I love buffalo chicken very good answer and also another sample i was going to give and i decided against it so i could give more variety but i'm glad i didn't say it i'm glad you didn't say it yeah because it would have everyone been like oh that's just because he listed that yeah no i'm glad (laughs) okay i Um, i just had to get that question out there (laughs) um (laughs) buffalo wings are great by the way i love buffalo wings well I don't necessarily like wings. I like breaded buffalo, like boneless wings, mm-hmm. just because that's what I like. But Kim, boneless or in bone-in? A bone-in, 100%. They're just so messy. I know, but that's what I like about yeah. it. <laughs> when I worked at Buffalo Wild Wings, I always got boneless wings just because you could eat them and then go do other things. But mm-hmm. with like bone-in wings, you had to, it was like a whole process, and then you had to wash your hands before you could go do anything else. Yeah. I make killer bone-in wings. Emily, did you have them when I had them at my Super Bowl party? I think I did, yeah. They're pretty good family recipe. Um, Kim, is there any food you have had that you've been surprised by, either that you liked it or didn't like it? Oh, that's a good question. Um, oh, wow. I can't think of anything. <laughs> she but likes I, everything. I like everything. No, I don't like everything for sure. <laughs> um, oh, I guess. Okay. So when I was like younger, I had tried escargot and I really liked it. Um, but now... If I were to try it again, I think I tried it like five years ago again, and I didn't like it. It kind of like makes me squeamish now. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, so kind of getting past that mental like element of it. I think so. I think I'm surprised by that uh, now that I can't eat it. Yeah. Is there like a group of food like that you maybe stay away from? Like uh, I'm thinking seafood because you just mentioned is escargot seafood it's snails so. is yeah. that considered seafood yes i think sometimes they're sea snails I, I yeah i think it depends on the snail variety <laughs> i guess i don't know if escargot like the french people are weird right because everything has a specific name oh like champagne true. is from the champagne region of france and blah blah, blah. And there's other things like that anyways is there a group of food you dislike <laughs> as it pot like seafood or whatever um no good yeah like i can find something in any type of type of food any type of food yeah um i had a question i immediately forgot what it was um so what is your favorite food um i always say uh udon yeah going back to my other grandma she'd make udon so that's my favorite food um i had udon last friday where'd you get it from um i'm forgetting the name of the restaurant uh but it's um it's like off of uh broom street mm. in that area i could figure out if i wanted to i check in <laughs> all the restaurants I, I go to nice he does um they said there was a whole thing where like you couldn't take the food home afterwards because they were like you know if you take it home and reheat it you're gonna ruin the noodles oh yeah it's um, yeah it's yeah. like very kind of a strict thing yes they were being very there was like signs that said like we don't we just like don't take your food home <laughs> interesting um, um were you so emily you kind of mentioned you were kind of a picky eater mm-hmm. growing up matt what about you um uh first of all the place i went was called cochran cochran cool i'm gonna add that to my list and no lita i went because it was rate, it's rated pretty highly and uh udon is like their specialty mm-hmm. um and there's also another noodle place like right next to it that they're the same owners and they just have like a slightly different menu. And I've been there too. It was also very good. Cash only, by the way. Um, good tip. 
Yep. <laughs> and would go again. What, uh, Emily? Oh, I was going to say, I don't like cash-only places because I never have cash. But also, I once went to, oh, it's like a chain, like Chipotle, but not Chipotle, and they have quesadillas, so I like them. I mean, I like Chipotle, too. Dos Torres? Yes, Dos Torres, but they don't accept cash at all. Dos it's Torres? card yeah. only. Oh, card only. Yeah. Right, right. That's all. I just think that's fascinating. They have those signs that say yeah. um, it's for like the safety of their staff. Yeah. yeah. The pit, uh, the comedy theater is also cash only. It's crazy. I mean, uh, card only. Rather. It's crazy. Yeah. The world's changing. Uh, Emily once saw me pay for a ski ball with my watch. So I don't, um, How? yeah, it was a weird place. It, it's, it was like one of those, like you could like swipe your card, but it also was like pay using your smart device. And he just like pushed some buttons and put his wrist down on it. It and a, we got skee-ball. I got a, I got a smartwatch. I'm a weirdo. That's um, fascinating. It was. It's, it's still the only thing I've ever bought with my watch. <laughs> it's the one and only time I've used it. Um, was I a picky eater as a kid? Uh, I my, I was not. I was definitely not an adventurous eater as a kid. Mostly because um, my family didn't really go out to eat that much. And when we did, we always went to less like American restaurants. I'd say my dad is like he's like a steak steak and potato or a hamburger like or fish like those are like his things like we wouldn't go like the first time i ever had (laughs) i'm trying to think like any like non-americanized foods other than you know italian foods because everyone eats a ton of italian food (laughs) um or like we would order i guess we'd order pizza and we'd order like chinese food i think those are the big two right (laughs) but i don't think i had like i didn't have mexican food until i had it at like my boy scout summer camp when i was like probably like 12 or 13 or something and i was like oh my god tacos are great and i had like never had a taco before then god that's Um, crazy yeah and i had never had thai food like probably until i was in college i never had i don't know there's like lots of foods i just didn't have (laughs) and it was like not necessarily that i would have liked or disliked it when i was a kid it's just like i was never really exposed too much to it Mm mm-hmm that being said, of those foods I used to have, like I would eat, like if we, I would eat anything, like I, I, whatever my dad put in front of me was what I would eat. Or like when we go to these restaurants, I guess, I don't know. I would stay in my lane a little bit, but I was, it was mostly like out of lack of opportunity more than whatever. Like I learned about a lot of food going to my Boy Scout summer camp. Like I worked there for summers and I would just eat whatever they made and we would have semi-random things that i wouldn't necessarily eat like at home (laughs) uh and then once i got like older i probably would have liked stuff when i was a kid because as i got older i really like i do like most foods now i go to lots of different restaurants and things nice i think that's really interesting like i feel like exposure has a lot to do with it and like Uh, yeah what yeah because i just grew up like eating everything and since i'm half japanese like i ate what like maybe most American children growing up would think is weird. So it was never like weird to me. But then like when you had an opportunity to try something, you like did and like enjoyed it like a taco. Yeah. yeah. And tacos are amazing. It's sort of I, oh, they're so good. child uh, cruelty that my parents didn't give me tacos until <laughs> I was like 12 or whatever. Yeah. Like I would say we did not go to that many like other like we went to a lot of American restaurants like we would go to Chinese places sometimes, but like we went to mes- Mexican restaurants and my mom made tacos. <laughs> I can't imagine a world in which yeah, I waited until 12 to try tacos. Yeah, no, it's weird. Um, 
I well, like I was even thinking about like so one of my favorite restaurants in my home, one of my favorite places to hang out. I won't say favorite restaurants in like high school was a Chili's, which is you know like Tex Mex, and I had never like even like a place like a Chili's like. I've talked to people who were like, oh, yeah, I used to go to Chili's when I was a kid. I was like, I didn't go to Chili's until I was like 16 years old. <laughs> like my first experience at a, a place like that. I don't know. I also started, I made my dad start making tacos after I had them at summer camp. Like I was like, oh, this is a good, <laughs> this is a good meal. It's also pretty easy to make tacos if you just buy like the taco kit. Yeah. Like Ortega's yeah. taco kit or whatever. <laughs> Such a good for like big families too. Yeah. Or like, yeah, any size family really. Yeah. Taco Tuesday is my favorite day at school for lunch. Mm. Ooh. Yeah. Do they have avocado and guacamole? They do make guacamole. Nice. Yeah. You gotta. You gotta and it guacamole. always runs out and everyone is always upset, but then they always refill it. <laughs> Good story. <laughs> but <sighs> um Thank you for calling it a good story. <laughs> oh wait, today was Tuesday. We did not have a today. Have it's not a weekly thing. It's uh, a, okay. Usually I think monthly. I think it's a lot of prep for the kitchen staff i don't know for sure but nice. which is sad because i would eat it every single day um i i i'm gonna flip this question on you guys is there a food that it took you a really long time to try that it like how it took me a long time to have tacos for the first time <laughs> is there a food that you feel like wow i never had pizza until whatever or i never you know something else <laughs> um i think for me it would be indian food um because my mom didn't really like it growing up or well not she just doesn't really like it. Um, so then I tried it in London when I went to London, uh, like Brick Alley or whatnot. Mm-hmm. It was so good and I love it. Indian food is very good. I think Indian food might be, that was my first thought too. I didn't have it until after college. Um, and I think I actually went to my friend's house and we made it. I don't know why. And I, I liked it. And now that's like what I, when I order seamless at home, that's what I get. Like I don't, get any other things on seamless now i find this weird that it took you guys this long to have like pad thai like <laughs> or no pa- oh, pad thai just... is thai food <laughs> why did i just think that i i think i got peanuts in my head oh um, yeah <laughs> so there's uh oh I, you know what i'll actually even tell you why i got that stuck in my head because i was just telling i was just recently talking to someone who was like oh i haven't had indian food in so long and then i was like or i haven't had indian food ever i don't know i don't know what to order and i was like oh here are like my favorite Indian food things. And they were like, oh, I've never had Thai food either. And I was like, oh my God. And I, like, I listed like all these Thai dishes that I like. And so now I think maybe because I helped this one person out, I'll forever be confused. Um, trust, I know what they are. I, I probably eat Thai food like once a week or once every like two weeks. And Indian food, that's like my go-to. Uh, I stayed up too late because I like have a bunch of frozen um, Indian food in my freezer. Like I have... Uh, I keep my frozen food in my freezer in case you guys I'm didn't. sorry. Can you explain that again? I don't understand. Okay. So you go to the supermarket and you buy frozen food and then you bring it home and you have to put it in your freezer to keep it frozen unless you want to eat it immediately. But that would be kind of weird, right? Then just buy cooked food. <laughs> crazy. I have non bread I keep in my uh, freezer. You guys eat non bread? Yeah, yeah. For a second, I did hear it as N O N bread. So you have non-bread. things other than bread in your freezer. Non bread. <laughs> <laughs> I do have things other than bread also. <laughs> um I will say I'm not an adventurous eater. Um I just like I think I've described myself as the opposite of a foodie where I like food and there are certain foods I love, but like if I'm making food for myself, 
I want the whole process to take 10 minutes. I'm not just talking about the cooking. I'm like the start of the meal to the time I finished eating. <laughs> Ideally, that would take 10 minutes. I like, so I'm like not like going out and trying foods. And if I go out to eat, like I've gotten better, especially since like living here and there's just more choices. But like throughout my whole life, there's like certain things like I'm like, I just don't like that. Like I can remember growing up and I would take the cheese off the pizza because I was like, I, I won't like that. And I would just eat the bread with the tomato sauce. But like now I, I, I like pizza with cheese on it. In fact, out- I have a sticker that says <laughs> I heart cheese. Yeah. You've changed your life around so hard that you have this sticker that proves that you like cheese now. <laughs> but like the thing is, I even liked cheese then. I don't know. I'm just like, and like the same is true for like peppers, which now I consider one of my favorite foods. I was just like, no, I don't like that. Like bell peppers? Yeah, like bell peppers. But now I'm like, whenever I go to the grocery store, which is not often enough, I like get peppers and I'll just eat them. All forms. So sometimes for me, it's not so much about not liking the food. It's just I'm like, I won't like that. So you just like kind of make a decision. Yeah. And then you just don't eat it. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. That's okay. Got to add some foods to your list. (laughs) I have gotten better. You will. We have had Thai food together, so I know you'll eat Thai food. Yeah. Um... (laughs) Uh, that's the only food we've eaten together <laughs> we only eat. that is not true uh, we've had indian food together we had a, we had burgers once we had burgers i saw you with avocado on that burger so i can yeah. i love an avocado on a burger oh yeah we ordered indian food uh between episodes between we were recording two episodes in one day and we ordered indian food between them <laughs> it was fun and we watched a good place <sighs> See, what's I, your uh order for indian food i do chicken tikka masala with naan bread garlic naan if they have it same uh i think my favorite indian food would be pad thai no um (laughs) um uh chicken korma which is like the coconutty almondy uh sauce um i like the saucier like the I i typically go with chicken in a sauce that's like my favorite thing like tandoori to me is like fine but it's a little dry and um that's the other big one right <laughs> and then for non bread i will get like uh, i'm going to mispronounce this but i think it's uh pashwari and that has like coconut and raisins in it oh i've never and had it's, that it's pretty good uh it it uh it dips well in sauce as well um it's like the it's like the <laughs> it's easily like the heaviest of them because it's just like full of like heavy ingredients. <laughs> uh, it's very good. I also the 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 naan in my refrigerator is uh, or my freezer <laughs> is uh, garlic. Garlic is a good standby. But if I'm feeling nuts, and I didn't mean to make this a pun, but I will get the <laughs> peshwari naan. <laughs> um, another food that I've tried. I don't know. Recently, I'd say within the last six months that I was like, whatever, I don't, I don't need to try this. But soup dumplings, I love soup dumplings, and I, I've only that's only a recent occurrence. Um, interesting. I, uh, I'm trying to think if I've ever had actually had soup dumplings before. I love dumplings. I love dumplings. I love soup dumplings. Also, soup dumplings add an element of funness to your meal because you have to slurp the soup out. Before you eat the rest. Yeah, it's a nice little surprise. Yeah. It's like the little balls from Wooberry. Uh, <laughs> callback. Yeah. Sometimes I think about yelling out callback, but I, 
I felt, would have felt weird if I did it on my own nope. joke, but I'm glad you did it on it. <laughs> it's not really a joke. It just, no. It's not a joke at all. It's just, it is literally it just is. calling back. Yeah. Um, Kim, so we've talked a lot about foods we do like. Mm-hmm. What are some foods you don't like that you've tried and you just don't like? Um, so what is a food that I don't like right now? Oh, I don't like um, like anise flavored stuff. Mm-hmm. So like licorice, things like that. Um, and that actually, licorice you know, is what? a very divisive flavor. Yeah, I think I've kind of given up on trying black licorice. I guess I still will, but I don't think I'll ever like it. <laughs> it's interesting. Yeah, I would have thought if anyone could have been on the side of liking that flavor, <laughs> it might have been you, Kim. But I see you're just like everyone uh, else. <laughs> I've let you down, Matt. <laughs> um, I hated red beets, like pickled beets, growing up. Mm-hmm. I like those now. Oh, um, yeah. I don't think I ever had a pickled beet. I don't know if I've ever had a beet. <laughs> Um, you know what I'm a huge fan of is this horn that keeps peeping in the background. I can't tell if it's coming off on the podcast, but it is just someone's kind of their alarm, but it's, oh, it stopped. That's the kind of food I hate. Oh, car alarms. Pickled beets. I don't know if I've had a pickled beet. I don't know. I've had a lot of pickled things. I will tell you that. <laughs> pickles are amazing. I also love pickles. As a kid, I loved pickles. I like would just eat them straight out of the jar. And then for some reason, I was just like stopped eating them. Although I was like vaguely aware. I'm like, oh, I like pickles. But like, I just didn't eat them. And then a few years ago, we did a field trip to the Lower East Side and went to the pickle guys. And I had a pickle. I'm like, oh, yeah, I do love this. <laughs> and now uh, I just love pickles again. I have a what I would consider a bucket of pickles in my refrigerator right now that I don't eat with any meals. I will just take two of them out, put them on a plate and eat them while I'm watching TV. <laughs> uh, when I was a kid, I used to eat I did the same thing. I used to eat pickles like a super weirdo. I would, um, I would, it was like two pickle spears, um, but like the, you know, like the quartered whatever. And then I would, I would bite all the seeds off and leave. I did this. Not, and then oh, I would, yeah. then I would eat that part afterwards. <laughs> wow. Everyone's weird. Um, I would cut them into like little wedges and then like cut, the, eat the seeds and then put it down, and then eat the seeds, put it down, and then go back and eat the outside. For someone who wants all of their meals to only be contained in 10 minutes, that seems like a long process. I also I also like to break apart foods. Like, <laughs> I don't know why. At There's this uh, pizza chain in Ohio called Donato's, which is my favorite pizza. But they, my favorite pizza, they've ruined it a little bit because they um changed the bread, the garlic bread they have. But when they had it, I would take the cheese off eat it take out the soft inside bread eat it and then eat the crust what a weirdo i don't know i like to i like to deconstruct my food it sounds like not only do you want to make all foods last no longer than 10 minutes it sounds like you also make simple foods last at least 10 minutes (laughs) (laughs) if Uh, i could eat it in two minutes no mm -mm, it's gotta last 10 (laughs) i have uh okay so emily uh you like pizza Kim, yes or no? Do you like pizza? Yes. Okay. We can move on. I now, Mike, no, we can move on to the next part of my question. I had to at least ask if you like pizza first. If you said no, I'd have to throw out this podcast forever. (laughs) (laughs) I I have a thing about people who don't like pizza. Don't at me. Um, I'm going to at you later. Kim, what's your, uh, well, Kim, what's your favorite, what's your favorite pizza? And um, I'm hoping this is interesting. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) um like my favorite pizza topping or like my favorite place to go get pizza you can give me both answers if you have one all right mushroom pizza okay um and then my favorite place to go 
in New York is Juliana's. Uh, what about not New York? Is Juliana's the one in like Dumbo? Yeah, it's the um, Grimaldi's, but like Grimaldi's is like not actually the yeah, Grimaldi's anymore. Yeah, they got divorced and she kept the name in the in the divorce. That's the, like what I hear. Oh, I didn't know it was a divorce. I thought I, it was a... Ooh, interesting. The story I have heard is that it's a divorce. And even though it is the husband's name of the restaurant, the wife got to keep the original restaurant. Mm-hmm. And then he had to open another one without using his own name next door. They're right next to each other, right? Yeah, right I've been there. I've oh, been that's to... tough. <laughs> yeah, I think, well, they both have like lines out the door. So I think they're doing okay. Um, yeah, that's a good place. They're doing okay emotionally, though. Is that your favorite pizza place? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you said in New York. Is there? You have a favorite pizza place not in New York, or not that I know of? I guess uh, in college I would always get this like a delivery place that had really good. It was like a sliced beef topping. Really mm. enjoyed that. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, Emily, your favorite pizza place is in Ohio. My favorite, yes. Like when I go to Ohio, it's one of the places we have to go. My mom has to make spaghetti. She has to make taco soup, and we have to go to Donato's. Is it your favorite pizza place, period, though? I don't know. They do really great crunchy pepperonis, which when I have pepperonis on my pizza, I want them to be crunchy. Um, And sometimes they just don't get a lot of crunchy. Like they're like, they like go into like a bowl shape and then there's like a little bowl of grease, which is gross, but also they're really crunchy. <laughs> um, So I would say, yes, it's my favorite, but also like... I'm not tied to that. I'm not wedded to that idea. You should really try this place in Dumbo. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Um, but my favorite, like, if I go out for, like, pizza, I like margarita pizza. Mm-hmm. Interesting. But with a good amount of mozzarella. They don't always put enough of mozzarella. Um, guys, I'm going to come out and uh, I'm going to admit something to you. I don't like pepperoni on my pizza. Get out. I was, that was, that has to be the single pickiest thing I was as a kid. Like if people were like ordering pizzas, I was like, uh, I'd insist on them ordering a plane for me or whatever. Not that plane is my favorite pizza. It is not. But it's, if you don't, if you don't want whatever topping people are ordering, it's pretty, it's easy to be just like, can we also order a plane? <laughs> like that's a reasonable request for people. Cause people always eat like just cheese pizza. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like it specifically because it is, uh, it's so greasy. And I, when you like make it and it just like gets grease all over your pizza, I like, and I'm not anti-grease. I'm not a dabber. I've never dabbed a pizza in my life. <laughs> uh, but I just don't like what pepperoni does to a pizza. It, I've, in my, in my world, it ruins it. I will sometimes have pepperoni. And if you, uh, if you're going to add a bunch of toppings, I might be more inclined to, I'm I'm more amenable to pepperoni if there's other things on there because then at least it absorbs some of it. My favorite pizza is green peppers and onions on a pizza. From where? Um, well, I will say that that is probably my favorite. Um, if if I'm just going to order a pizza from like any old place, I will probably order it that way. Uh, in New York, if I'm just like going out to a place i'm probably not ordering that because i'm probably ordering one of their like designer pizzas or whatever (laughs) uh but there's like oh this is really good place called uh weeded it's over here i've told kim about it several times i don't know if she's ever been i haven't yet keep telling her to go it's closer to you than it is to me (laughs) (laughs) uh weeded is really good um there's actually like a ton of really good pizza places right in this general vicinity of where i and Kim live. Kim lives down the street from me. Yeah, it was <laughs> like a 10-minute walk. It was great. 
Um, yeah, I don't know. I like a good, I also like a good seafood pizza, like with clams and stuff on it. That's crazy pizzas. Emily giving a gagging face. I don't love seafood. I'm sorry that I feel like I'm disappointing you guys. No, not at all. We needed someone to be different. I like shrimp. Shrimp is good. Yeah. Sometimes I like crab. It's too much work though. Uh, yeah. I spent an hour eating one crab once because I was trying to get all of the meat out of it and oh, it was quite a crab. <laughs> This is in San Francisco, San Francisco, where they have tons of crabs. This is their thing. Were you at the Fisherman's Wharf? I was. That's where I was. <laughs> I was at like the place there that like has crab too. I think the like the big restaurant that's on the wharf there. <sighs> Anyways, see crab opposite of the type of food I want to have. Probably yeah. takes a long time to cook. And then it takes a long time to eat. That's the opposite of 10 minutes. But it also takes a long time to deconstruct. Well, I do oh, love to deconstruct yeah. food. It's like a toy. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm just weird. <laughs> I'm trying to think of other food I like to deconstruct. Uh, I got nothing right now. Yeah. I feel like I did used to play with my food when I was a kid and to the annoyance of my parents, but I don't think I do that anymore. I'm pretty normal you would play with it like you would take like the... i do all kinds of things okay <laughs> i uh i yeah i'd say one of i one thing i used to i'll say the weirdest thing i did as a kid or mm, one of uh i have a couple weird things i'll give you one i don't want to keep talking about this too much but uh my dad would make like baked potatoes and he would when he makes them, he'd make, you know, he'd make them whole, but then when he'd serve them, he would like, uh, I guess when I was a kid, he would like cut them in half and then like, um, like the short way. So you were like, whatever. Uh, and then he'd sort of like carve out the inside and then, so you'd have like baked potato insides and then the skins of the potato next to them. And then what I would do is I would put butter into the skins and then I would refill them with the potato that was on my plate. And then I would eat them like they were some sort of weird potato sandwich. <laughs> this is a classic kid thing to do. <laughs> like, I don't know. I never. Just like, it's like a story you're telling yourself in your head about how to eat this food. Yeah. Yeah. And now I'm like, I would never in my life eat a, eat a, eat a potato like that. <laughs> but I, I must have eaten a hundred potatoes like that in my life and then just stopped doing it when I got to be like. I don't know. I probably did it later than I should have, but I probably stopped at like 15 or 16. <laughs> at some point you figure out how to eat like an adult or you like, you see how other people eat food and you go like, oh, that's how you eat that. You I go out to eat and you don't want to be embarrassed. <laughs> yeah. I'm very, I definitely am not somebody who wants to be embarrassed by, I don't mind telling you the story about how I eat food in a weird way, but I would feel really strange if I just like started doing that and people would be like, why are you eating your food like that? And I would get instantly embarrassed. <laughs> Um, um kim do you have any weird food habits uh weird food habits i can't think of anything um i'm sure i do i mean everyone has a weird food habit right maybe i don't know if i'm weird anymore <laughs> i can't think of anything why can't i think of anything do you um do you have any weird like uh ways that you like 
put con- like any weird condiment food mashups you do? Um, sometimes people think this is weird. I think it's very normal. But putting ranch dressing on pizza? Uh, I'm, I know I'm, people who do that. On my okay. scale of... But I'm also from the Midwest. And right, yeah. So If I'm on my scale of, is this weird or this is not weird, this is weird to me. <laughs> He's not from the Midwest. <laughs> Got it. No, it's true. Um, uh, where is... Is it... Uh, Chicago has like a weird thing with, with mustard. Like they have mustard on every table in Chicago. <laughs> um. Like it's a, I don't know. I remember going there and being like, why do they have mustard everywhere? Like as if it was salt, it was like be like salt, pepper, and then mustard on like every table. <laughs> I found that weird. Um, I have one last question. Mm-hmm. Kim, are you pro ketchup or anti ketchup? Um, pro ketchup used to be anti ketchup. Wow. Well. Yeah, we all change. It's a liquid yeah. fruit. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, What do you put ketchup on now? And what did you, ref- what normally ketchup to- ketchup items <laughs> did you refuse to put ketchup on before uh well so i was a huge mustard fan okay. so i would put mustard on everything so like fries things like that i wouldn't put ketchup on um i have a friend who puts ketchup on ma- uh, mac and cheese mm-hmm. and i thought that was really weird and i told him my ranch dressing pizza thing and he like freaked out but i thought the ketchup on mac mac and cheese was really weird i'll tell you I what tried it once. i'll no. tell you what you're both weird well <laughs> You know, we're really, we're all our experiences mm-hmm. put together into that moment in time. Well, that's all. What yeah. do you think about the woman who dipped chicken fingers in soda? Is this like at a baseball game or something? There, people were like ridiculing her online. I think she was, I want to say it was Los Angeles. Was it on accident? No, she was like, she was dipping her chicken in like her soda was like honey mustard or something I mean, like I that. I think that's gross. Like it was a Coca-Cola and she would dip her chicken in and then eat it. I can <laughs> get down with that. It just gets soggy. Yeah. It is. I think it's pretty weird, but uh, it's also like you must not like chicken very much if you need to uh, put that much sugar on it to make it delicious. Yeah. I That's my relationship with sauces is if you, I don't, I like sauces and they're just fine, uh, but I don't like any food that you, it needs like... Or I, I, I often like enjoying a food for the food. And I think that sometimes the sauce like overdoes what would already be delicious food. I have that feeling about hamburgers. What? I mean, I'll get like cheese and avocado on it and it's sometimes an egg. But I feel like if I have to put ketchup on it, then that means there's something wrong with the burger. Hmm, interesting. Interesting. I will put ketchup, mustard, and mayonnaise on a burger. If you give me those three options, they're all on there. I'm a big uh, pro sauce. You're pro sauce? Love a lot of sauce on a lot of things. But yeah, but I guess I can like eat a burger plain too. Yeah. I, w- I don't know that I'd ever would eat a burger without some condiment on it. Like, you know, it's like a Chipotle mayo thing. I can, that's enough. But I, I don't know that I'd ever have it with just like cheese, lettuce, onions, pickles. Those are all the things I like on, on a burger. <laughs> Avocado, egg, those are good too. <laughs> I mean, I say this, but the one time I had a Shake Shack burger without the Shack sauce, I was sad. Yeah. And now, because of that one awful experience, I always order extra Shake so- Shack sauce, just in case. <laughs> I've tried to order, I've, I've 
try to order like things there with the shack sauce and then they just give me the wrong some i try to make really specific things at shake shack and they never get it right i don't know that i've ever had what i've ordered there <laughs> except for when i've had the chicken thing because then i just order it the way it is and i don't have any weird requests what are your weird requests at shake shack i don't think i honestly don't think they're that weird i'll be like i want the i'll say like i want the hamburger with shack sauce which to them they get confused because they're like, oh, you mean a cheeseburger? And I was like, no, I want a hamburger with shack sauce. I don't want you to put a slice of cheese on there. <laughs> can, uh, can I give you a tip? Yeah. You should order the shack burger without cheese. Uh, yeah, I also, but isn't there some, I feel like there's something like that doesn't come on that. Like it's either like pickles or lettuce or just something weird. It comes with lettuce, tomato. I know because then I, this is a food I deconstruct. Mm-hmm. Um. If a tomato, if, I will not say no to a tomato on a hamburger, but I will take it off. But I want the tomato. I often say no tomato, but that you will that request is almost never uh, acknowledged. <laughs> the number of times I've asked for no tomato and actually gotten no tomato, I think is zero. I don't think this ever happened. <laughs> they always give you a freaking tomato, and I'm like, I'm just trying to save wasted food. <laughs> so Kim, do you feel good? I feel great. And I feel so awake too because of the tea. Oh, good. Thank I'm glad. Guys. Hyped it up. Got good. I got I got rid of my resting sarcasm voice, I think. I think. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I don't believe you. <sighs> Fine. Because your sarcastic voice. Mm. Uh, okay. Well, Kim, thank you for bringing that wonderful topic. Another lifestyle topic. Thank you guys so much. It's so fun. Um, Kim, do you have any plugs you have for upcoming shows and or events yes um so uh lumbercon is going to be in i believe we're going to be in um indie cage match on november 4th november 4th uh 6 p.m ucb east uh and then canadian boyfriend has our show date night on monday uh at 7 p.m at pit striker what monday uh this like next coming monday i think that's the 22nd is there another one coming out after that? <laughs> this episode won't come out until after oh, that. Oh, got it. Yeah, um, trying to think. Probably. I usually, I usually mean to say things. And you guys will be in a cage match eventually, right? Oh, yeah. And we just won three ICMs. Uh, you... So we're going to cage match in like February or March. February, so. March. Okay. I was going to ask. Oh, is it really? It was. Is it really? That's so far away. Yeah. That's good, though, because then I'll definitely be able to go to this. Sweet. Yeah. Um, cool. Um. Okay, and we have some corrections. We have one correction. A correction. And then a bone to pick with Matt. It's okay. These are from um, Carly's Corner's most frequent contributor, Katie Abate. Um, This is titled Christmas. I just want to let it be known that I couldn't disagree with Emily more about Christmas things. It is by far my favorite holiday, including my birthday. But I do agree with her that Halloween and Thanksgiving get blown over and deserve their own time. I begin my Christmas celebrations on Black Friday after the other two holidays. Also, I've used Elfster. It's great. I did look up Secret Santa on like Wikipedia after we had done the Secret Santa episode. And there's like a whole list of like um, on there. There's like a list of websites that you can use to help you run Secret Santa. And Elfster was on there and like four other things. And I was like, I didn't realize this was such an economy is the um secret santa style gift exchange <laughs> um yeah and then the bone to pick with me i've i already know this bone to pick i know but. um this is entitled connecticut that's an all capsule exclamation point matt 
As TBD's main contingency from Connecticut, by the way, this is from Katie Abate as well. I take outrage at your analysis of the nutmeg steak, exclamation point, times five, I think. Yeah. Also, Pepe's pizza is outstanding and wonderful. That said, I also love New York pizza. They're both great. Fun fact, Pepe's was, up until two years ago, only found in Connecticut. There is one now on Beacon in Brooklyn. Beacon Street in Brookline. Not Brooklyn. Brookline. I saw the B-R-O-O-K and filled in the rest. I will say that, uh, so Brookline is a town, uh, or it's a city, I think, uh, that borders Boston. It's like right next to Boston. And I used to live uh, right where that Pepe's is. Uh, Now, I did not, it it, it moved in after I moved out. (laughs) Did it move into your apartment that you moved out of? Yeah, it moved into my apartment. And uh, I, for the very long time, was confusing Brookline and Brooklyn in my head. Like when I first moved here, because I was so used to saying like, oh, I live near Brookline or whatever um, that for some. And I, it was that kind of thing where you're like, am I saying it right? Am I saying it wrong? <laughs> um, but now I know the difference. Anyways, I apologize to Katie already. I um, <laughs> My problem with Connecticut is that it is in the way of me getting home. <laughs> it's in between Brooklyn and Worcester. And it is the longest part of the trip. <laughs> And I'm sick of going through it. And I also always have to transfer buses in Hartford, Connecticut. Um, and that's annoying. But, you know, whatever. I've grown up I've grown up with Connecticut. It's fine. They're fine. I don't... Um, you've never experienced a drive from Ohio, from New York to Ohio, where it's just Pennsylvania. Yeah, I would probably hate Pennsylvania. <laughs> Pennsylvania is a great state. John O'Kane, who is my friend who listens to this, who is from Pennsylvania. Um... We also have some other Pennsylvanian listeners. We actually have a good, I think that's like our number fifth most listened to, or it's one of our top states. It's a big state. <laughs> Do we need, I think we might need Indiana listeners. So maybe Kim, maybe this will come in. Would I come in as an Indiana listener though? Or well, if listener? someone that you know from Indiana listens. Ooh. Like if your parents, your oh, grandparents. Yeah. You are anyone you know. <laughs> High school friends. <laughs> yeah, your math teacher. Uh, <laughs> uh, I truly do not know how anyone get tunes into this other than I know people from Ohio listen because of Emily's family. People from Massachusetts listen because maybe my family, maybe my friends. Uh, unclear who actually listens to it from there. Um, and New York is our is our biggest uh, state. But people listen in Texas. I don't know why that's true. Oh, because that's John O'Kane. Um, my friend. We have a lot of people who listen in Texas and California and some other random states. We're blowing up. It's only like ten states that haven't haven't listened to us yet. But Alaska, get at us. Uh, I think Alaska has. Oh wow, good. Uh, I think uh, because I remember I looked at the map and it was like because you know they always put Alaska and Hawaii, and I noted that Hawaii had no listens. Um, I'm I'm on to you. (laughs) We should have told Alex to download an episode when he was there. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, well. All right. Well, that's <laughs> it for the corrections. <laughs> corrections done. Um, again, Kim, thank you for yes. being here. Thank you, guys. Thank you so, so much. much. Very good guest. Um, uh, I have been Matt Armando. I have been and continue to be. Post-recording, Emily Riggins. And this podcast you've listened to, which you're all going to subscribe to and rate and review and... Um, like our pictures on Instagram and favorite our tweets and retweet them. Yeah, all those things. Uh, this podcast right here, it's, it's called TBD. T-E-A-B-D. 
and uh we're matt and emily because it's with it's with matt and emily i don't know <laughs> that's a different outro than normal <laughs> bye bye everyone